0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Denise White. Today I am very excited to introduce to you Trevante Knott. He's a multi-talented person that I had the opportunity to meet in New York, and I cannot wait for you to hear his story. Good morning, Trevante. How are you? Hold on. My computer's having technical difficulties. Well, Trevante is someone who is a singer. He is a dancer. He is an actor. He is a model. He is an overall inspiration. Good morning, Trevante. How are you this morning?
0: Good morning, Deneen. I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. So these 30 minutes fly by. So can we start with you telling my audience a little bit about yourself and your story?
0: Yes, I sure can. So um, my name is Trevante Knox. I am from the 704. I'm from a little town called Wingate, North Carolina. If you're not familiar with Wing um the nearest city will be Charlotte, North Carolina, so I am hailing from the Queen City. Um, I come from a little country background, not really much. Um, my family, they're, they're uh, um inspiration of singers, they're actors, they're comedians, but they never seem to pursue the career of entertainment. So, you know, I actually will be the black sheep of the family to go forth and actually um, build the family name on the, in the entertainment industry. So I think I'm very excited about that. Um, so I'm the, I'm an only child. What can else I say? I'm a Virgo. Um, and I'm just overall an ambitious person. I guess that's a little bit about me. I'm very passionate about what I do and I enjoy doing entertainment and pleasing others and make people laugh and getting that smile that they may not seem to, they may have seemed to lost, um, over life we're just going through um, different things, but I just I like to bring that smile out of people.
1: That's awesome. I'm a Virgo too, so together you and I can conquer the world because the world will be very, very organized and very, very punctual.
0: Very, very organized and very punctual. <laughs> everything will be in decency and in order.
1: <laughs> I know everyone would hate everyone would hate us the two of us if we ran the world, but you know what? We would do it with a smile, and everything would be good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> everything will be so good as well. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: So Trevante, you come from a family of entertainers. When did you like discover that this was part of your heritage? It was in your DNA as well. Because I know sometimes like, people come from a lineage and they're like, oh, you know what, that's not for me. But when did you decide, you know what, I am definitely part of this family and this is something I want to pursue?
0: Um, I kind of... Took notice of that when I was small um, Ever since I've been a little boy I've always wanted, I've had this passion To be on TV, um, I've always Had this passion to sing, to dance To act, so I think I've I Recognized it at a very early age um, As far as When it comes down to family I kind of just always seen more Than I guess what was in front of me So um, I, I kind of took heed of that And I just always imagined myself in a Different place than what I was at at the moment, so I guess I would say I just okay. think it. Um, I just guess growing up, it just became to me more natural and became more fulfilling to me. Um, so it started when I was a little boy.
1: Oh, what do you mean when you say you saw more in front of you than what was really there? Can you unpack that for me a little bit?
0: Yeah. So um, that's as speaking in front, as far as imagination um, in your dreams. So. What I mean by that is, although what was in front of me, I never let that be the determining factor of where I wanted to be. Um, so, although I may have been from the little country town and didn't, you know, um, houses here and there in the the land and fields, I always seen myself in Hollywood. I've always seen myself um, on TV doing actually what I love to do, doing my passion. So I always put myself in that perspective, put myself in those shoes, so I can eventually, you know speaking for terms now, live the life that I want to live.
1: That's awesome. So when you and I were talking in New York, you told me that you were a part of a modeling troop. Can you explain that? That sounds pretty
0: cool. Part of Epiphany Modeling Troop from the illustrious Winston-Salem State University. Um, It is a college troop. Um, What we do, we are based off of our motto is simple yet striking. So, we build people's confidence. We build people's attitudes. We build people's overall demeanor, building leadership. Um, so pretty much they, um, the modeling troop is on Winston-Salem State University's campus. Um, I was – how long have I been in the troop? I've been in the troop since I've been a freshman um, in college, and that was in 2015 when I um, first started college. Um, but it is pretty, it's not like traditional modeling. It is very, very, very different. Um, what we do, we dance, we, um, model like, so we have this thing where we have runways. We'll go down. Um, it's pretty much kind of like the same thing of a regular runway model, but we add turns. Like I know with the traditional modeling, they might just go down and pose and stop and let you view their outfit. What we do, we have a sequence of turns that we do. Um, Okay. What I when I mean by sequence of turns, it's it's pretty much just spins. A lot of people just look at it as well, so they're just spinning in circles. That's pretty much kind of what it is. That's like a, a basic <laughs> overview of it, but it's a lot. It's a lot actually more depth into it. Uh, but we call them um, turns. We also uh, we dance, so we have like these segments where we have scenes um, where we have an energy scene, a dramatic scene, and we also have um, a play scene where it's called it's a sex scene. So it's not really displaying sex, but it's displaying like. Um, the the thought or you know the the feeling of it, if that makes sense. Um, it's yeah, more like slow sense. down music and yeah. So that's pretty much what that is. Um, the college troupe, yes, their epiphany. Um, I love them dearly. Shout out to Efi, if any of them is listening. Hopefully, I'm gonna tell um a lot of them to go in and listen at this podcast. So, yes, shout out to them. I really love my truth. Yes, so I've been in there for since 2015. That's awesome. That sounds like modeling only more, a lot
1: more fun because mo- I mean when yes, you see runway models, like, no, it's, 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 it's really, so glamorous. really glamorous. Yes, it's
0: like modeling like it's breaking all of the rules to modeling, pretty much. That's how kind of how I look at it.
1: That sounds fantastic. I would love to see that in action. Like, do you guys travel around and do that? Or are there a lot of modeling troops?
0: Um, yeah, there's actually a lot of modeling troops. Um, On um, college campuses, Um, you'll normally find them at HBCUs. I do know some PWIs do have uh, modeling troops as well. You just might not find as many. It's more so of like ethnical and cultural for uh, African-Americans. But you do find uh, modeling troops on predominantly white institutions as well.
1: Okay. I feel like you guys need to bring this, like, mainstream because – how much more fun, like, like everyone knows, like, the Victoria's Secret model thumb
0: yeah, the, yeah. that
1: they do in the beginning of January. How much more, December, how much more fun would it be if, like, they did, like, tr- they did like turns and had fun with it instead of being like, oh, hi, look at me. Like, how much more fun would yeah. that be? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. It I, definitely keeps I'm just, audience like audience <laughs> Yeah, I'm picturing Fashion Week in New York completely revolutionized
0: yes yes i would love to see that hopefully we can bring that oh, um my. bring that forth in the future years
1: i know like we definitely we need to like work together since you and i are really organized and figure out how to do this
0: yes we definitely i'll have do. to get, we ryan, start on... <laughs>
1: I'll get ryan colby involved I'm, I'm gonna get on the phone to him after i'm done talking to you today and be like ryan how do we do this? This will be so much more fun.
0: <laughs> awesome. I bet he'll be okay. All so for it.
1: he would because he 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 has um, training as a dancer. So I'm def- I'm definitely working. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm working on this Trayvante. Hey, okay, VIP Ignite perfect. podcast audience, we're taking over Fashion Week.
0: Taking over Fashion Week <laughs> to all 2019.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. We have to get working because so it's coming up quick, but we got this. I, I have full faith in us. So aside from being in the troupe, you're also a singer and a dancer and and an actor. Like, are you actively doing all three of those things?
0: Yes, I actively do all three in uh, my spare time. I do have a, a part-time, I guess you would say full-time, part-time job, but as often as possible as I get the chance to, I definitely try to get myself back out there and to stay fresh on everything because just like um, we learned at the event, the industry changes every day, so it's like you always have to be on your P's and Q's, so as often as possible, I definitely try to keep myself out there and keep myself fresh on everything because I don't want to miss anything, so as often as possible, I try my best to, to sing, dance, and act.
1: That's awesome. Now, are you in school full-time as well as working and pursuing your entertainment career?
0: As of right now, this semester, no, I am not in school full-time. Um, I took a little break from school big, based just on some personal issues and things going on in okay. my world. But um, as of mm-hmm. right now, I'm working full-time and just pretty much pursuing my actual passion and career. When I was going to school, I was more so going to school for a backup plan. Then instead of going okay. for what I actually wanted to do, so I um, pretty much I took a break from that. I do have a, um, a interest in going back and finishing because why you know waste you know for three three and a half years of school and just let it go down the drain you know and you've spent all of that money and such. So I do have an interest in yeah. going back. It just as a I'm just more so pursuing um, the entertainment industry.
1: That's awesome. Well, since you brought up the New York event, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, okay. I know you. I, obviously, I met you there. Why don't you? You had? Did you have photos taken?
0: I did have photos taken. Awesome. So, tell me about your experience with the um, with the photo shoot. Okay, so um, I was actually at the photo shoot. I had my photos taken the day of the event. I got there the actual day of the event, but I can tell you okay. um, what. Yeah, no, as we were um, going out trying to get our photos, we ran out into the city to um, take some pictures for my portfolio. And so I just, I, I like the experience. It kind of put me at a, a urge of rush to, you know, get it done, get it done, get it done. So it kind of gave me that energetic type attitude to like, okay, let's get this done. Um, so just even I know being, being that I wasn't at the photo shoot, it still kind of felt like that I was doing a photo shoot because, you know, you had, the scenery you had, you know, the the crowd and the people looking at you, and it just kind of puts you in that energetic mode to, like, okay, let's get it done. I really enjoyed it. I really, although I wasn't at the photo shoot, I felt like I was still in within a photo shoot.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've had the same experience, because that's basically, like, the people who had their photos taken. Like, they had some done in the studio, and then a lot of them were <laughs> also taken out on the street. So you had the energy right. of that. Is that your first time? Was that your first time in New York, or had you been to New York before?
0: No, actually, that was my very first time in New York.
1: <laughs> How did you like New York?
0: I loved it. Like, that, New York is the city for me. I, I totally agree. The Big Apple is the city for me. Um, I yeah, I loved it so much, I actually want to move there. Um, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I want to I'm, I'm I'm actually starting to look into moving up there, you know, especially for more opportunities because of the fact that where I'm located, it's not really a lot of opportunities down here. But um yeah. do it does keep you on your toes for when um opportunities do come so you capitalize and take advantage of them.
1: Yeah, that's so true. So, let's talk about the event for a second too. Like um so you were there for the main event, what was that like for you?
0: The main event was absolutely life-changing. When, um, when I tell you that I have so many nuggets that I still read up to until today, I just absolutely i am grateful for the, the event because of the fact that you've got to actually be in front of people who are affiliated in the industry and get to get their knowledge and their understanding and their wisdom of what's going on so you can put it in, you know, put it in your, put it in placement for you and apply it to your life so Things can kind of go smoother because you know, you have a lot of people Mm -hmm. who try to go throughout this industry and they don't necessarily. Some people say they might not make it, some people say they make it and fall off. But just the fact of being able to know how to get into this industry and be able to maintain and then sustain and then act and go out and exceed is just Mm -hmm. like nope, nothing could ever amount up to the nugget that they gave at the event. And I'm just very grateful for the event. The, as many people as there that were there, each one of them had a golden nugget to give to you. Like I literally left out of there. I, I could have been worth millions as much as information and much wisdom that was in that room that day. It was just very life-changing. So
1: what are a couple of things that really stuck out to you? Like what was – like? Who was the speaker that like really spoke to you that you were like, "Okay, you know this is something I need to take home
0: with me um, let me see, I can't- re- quite remember his name off the top of my head, but the lawyer guy who's um he Gary
1: to, Alexander Jenkins yes,
0: Gary, he really stuck out to yep. me umKzie, she really stuck out everybody really there's that like i everybody really stuck out to me honestly like i like I take notes from everybody literally everybody in the room (laughs) like every last person every speaker that was there literally I I love every last one of them because they all had a nugget for me so I mean I I guess I would I wouldn't put it on favorites because I I couldn't do that I would literally have to go down the entire line and just say something about everybody so yeah everything everything and everyone
1: oh yeah no I mean it was there's a, um, a video that's all or there's a photo that's all over on the internet. It's like this little girl and a fire hose is basically like being like shoved in her face because it was so much information. I feel like yes. I it's an unfair question of me to be like, can you tell me your favorite speaker from this amazing lineup of speakers that we had? So I'm sorry about the unfair question, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone that. like. I feel like like there's usually one person who really resonated with um, with everyone, and I've had the opportunity to speak to um, Gary Alexander Jenkins and also Nakendi on a podcast. And just the time that I spent with them, like one on one on the podcast, I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> I mean, they just have so much to offer. It's so funny. Yeah, I mean, thank you. It's just
0: yeah, it's awesome.
1: So are you? do you have plans to join us in Los Angeles?
0: Yes, I do have plans to join you guys in Los Angeles. I'm still underway of getting all of my ducks in a row for that. So I'm keeping definitely keeping my fingers crossed to have that underway and be there with you guys. I'm definitely planning on it. So as of right now, I'm kind of unsure, That's- but I'm, I'm still keeping my eyes on the prize. Of, yeah, I'm going to say yes, I'm going to be there with you guys. <laughs> people all that's awesome
1: (laughs) nice yeah i mean it's just it's so cool and i think um it'll be really cool for everyone who was in new york to experience la because they're two completely different events even though it's like the same idea like the vibe of la is completely different than the vibe of new york so it'll be really it'll be really cool for me to see like those of you who are at both just be like oh like just to see the different like Uh aha moments if you will so i I just i can't wait for um june i'm so excited so um i have a question i like to ask everyone on the podcast so here you go if you could be featured on any magazine which magazine would you want to be featured on and why
0: hmm wow let me think about that give me just a moment um Okay. Wow. So, okay, so what is the the men's edition of Vogue? I remember seeing the name. But I can't quite remember the name of the men's edition of Vogue. Maybe like GQ? Yes, that's exactly what it is, GQ. So I think I would want to be on GQ. Okay. Why would um, you want
1: I to would, be on GQ? I
0: would, I would want to be on GQ because I'm a very big advocate for my male. Um, I find a lot of times, Guys are kind of like shunned because of the fact, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, when it comes down to modeling, it's more so of a female thing, or you know, when it comes down to other little things as far as in the industry, it's more so looked at it as um, it's institutionalized for women. But I like to advocate for my guys. I like to advocate for men. So I would definitely want to be on GQ just to advocate for, um, just the the male power in general just to keep that, to keep uplifting our guys and telling them, pretty much showing them that everything will once you put your mind to it. So I will definitely want to be on GQ.
1: Trayvante, I love that because I feel like, um, not to get too deep on a podcast, but I feel like there's such an attack on men right now and society in general. So I love that you want to be an advocate for men because, like, if we would have had this conversation 15 or 20 years ago and you said that everyone of like, I would have been like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Men are all in power, but I feel like right now in our society, men are being disempowered so much right. that I love that you just said that.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the guys. No guys. I kind of grew up on these two terms that um, my mom kind of instilled on me that you know you kind of kind of have two strikes against you that being that you're a boy, and then society kind of downs you because of the fact that you're a male. So it's like you know I, I always have been you know I'm gonna I'm do it for my I'm gonna do it for my home I always say my homies I'm gonna do it for my homies so you know so it's, I yeah awesome. I do it for the guys you know I, I always have to do it for the guys.
1: I th- I think that's phenomenal again because like I I mean I'm 43 years old so I've watched society completely change where it's almost like yeah ha- it's almost like y you- society wants you to be embarrassed to be a man and it's like. I don't even, I don't understand that because God created men and he created women. Why can't we both walk in our power? Why does one have to be disempowered so the other can be empowered? Right. Like we we both should walk in our power and not try right. to denigrate we can, the we other can, one we because can be of who they are. <laughs> yep. That is so true. And like, and that's the way that God designed us to, that we should both be powerful together. And yeah, that's awesome. So I didn't mean to get all... Yeah. Um, anti feminist on um, the podcast I'm sure there are some feminists that are gonna listen and are gonna like unsubscribe, they're gonna be like we knew she wasn't one of us <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> it's who I am, so <laughs> awesome. So um being in the entertainment industry is it's a really tough industry, okay, because it takes a lot of really hard work and you get told no a lot when you are like especially when you're first starting out. So first question I want to ask you is what sets you apart from the other 99% of people who are pursuing this? Like, what is it? What is your why that's going to keep you going to be successful in the entertainment industry?
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you repeat your question just a little bit because I kind of lost you a little bit within the midst of that.
1: Okay. So the entertainment industry is a really difficult industry. In the beginning, you're told no a lot. So what sets you apart from the 99% of people who start pursuing entertainment but drop off because they've been told no? What is, your, what is the reason that you are going to keep pushing through all of the no's?
0: My reason for pushing through all of the no's? Um, I would say just the fact of being told no. Um, I guess it's that only trial syndrome. You don't really get told no because, you know, you've always been told yes. So I just knowing the fact of who I am and where I want to be, I would not let that no be my determining factor. Um, A little bit more about me. um, From where I'm at now, standing in, in in my shoes now, I was told that I wouldn't be here. So being the fact that I accomplished that, and I was always told no for many, many years. Like, I've, I, my life has not been nothing but, you know, obstacle, obstacle, obstacle. You leap over your obstacle. You have another obstacle put in front of you, so you have to leap over that one. Even if you fell over the last obstacle, you have to get up and continuously going. So just being the fact of me being told no makes me want to go and get it. Um, I don't, I'm the type of person I like to go out and get it for myself. Like I I don't like to depend on anyone else to do it for me because when you depend on other people to, when you put your dependability into other people, it's a, it's not always a a, a definite chance that things are not going to go how you exactly want them to go, but it's a chance Mm -hmm. that it might not go how you planned it out to be. So I'm the type of person I like to plan out everything and get all of my ducks in a row and see how I'm going to go, like, set my path before me and see how I'm going to go and obtain what is what I'm trying to get and get that, Um, like, I don't care how many no's I get. I just I just have that ambitious attitude to keep going regardless of what – although you say no, I know there's a man above you that says yes. So I just – I guess my – my thriving and my driving factor would be the knowing that I have a man above who says yes, even in spite of you saying no.
1: I love that, and I love that you um reference the fact that you're an only child and you've been told yes so you don't really understand no so I think, yeah. I feel like everyone should everyone in the entertainment industry should have that attitude like what do you mean no okay, well, then you know what obviously I'm asking the wrong person I love that you I yeah. love that you um that you I said don't. that.
0: I dare not give up because a guy or a, a, a lady tells me no, there's something you know, because it's like you're pretty much telling me no, I can't do what I want to do in life. So it's like when you have your mindset mm-hmm. of oh, okay, this is what this is what my calling is, this is what I'm here to do, this is what I've been placed on this earth to do them telling you no is just them telling you, uh we might like because then the that main person that might tell you no be might be that main one that calls you for that um, that job offer or the mom telling you, yes, 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 we want you. Yes, 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 I need you here, I need you here, I need you here. But that one no or that yeah. two or that three or four no can bring nothing but ten yeses. So I'm all here for the no. You can tell me no because at the end of the day where you say there's one no, I'm going to go get five yeses, and it's going to overweigh that one no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I love that.
1: And that's going to be the quote of the podcast, one no. Uh, you. Your one no is going to lead me to five yeses. That's totally going to be the quote that I use when I um when I share this because that that's awesome. I, w- I hope that um anyone listening just takes that to heart because one no is going to lead you to five yeses as long as you're persistent and don't give up after that one no.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: That's That's, that's awesome. awesome. So, um if someone came up to you and said, "Hey, Trevante, I heard about this company called VIP Ignite." And they have this event coming up, and I'm thinking about going, but I'm not really sure, and you know I want to be in the entertainment industry, and you know I'm a gifted actor would you how what would you say to them about going to the v i p ignite event?
0: I'm gonna tell them just like I had to drill into myself whatever it is that you want you put your mind to do it, whether you're having doubts, those doubts is nothing but nervousness because you're 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 nervous to take that leap of faith you're, you put yourself in a position to where you've become uncomfortable because you have been so comfortable now you you've, you've created yourself butterflies um a, a lot of times when I'm talking to family members and my cousins and such I tell them when you're nervous to do something that means you need to do it because of the fact you don't necessarily know the outcome you have a thought process of the outcome but being that you don't know the outcome you don't want to take that leap of faith. So the only thing that is, the reason why you have that nervousness is because you've you, you become too comfortable where you're at in the situation that you're in now. And being that you're about to fully take yourself out of a comfortable situation and put, you in, put yourself in an environment where you don't know how things pretty much operate, it's going to make you want to learn how to operate. So I would tell them to go for it. If it's something that you're, you're very passionate about, it's something that you know for a fact that you want to do, do it. Don't let anyone tell you not to do it. Don't don't doubt yourself in not doing it because you're going to regret not doing it once you not once you don't do it. You know, you're going to go down the line and like, gosh, I wish I would have did this to see where this would have taken me because you never know what opportunities lie ahead of you. So you have to capitalize on every single opportunity. And that's pretty much how I had to drill myself into um to actually getting up and going to the event because I was actually nervous to go to New York by myself. I did not want to go to New York by myself. I was very excited about going to the event, but I just did not want to go to New York by myself. Being the fact that I had never mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I never I wouldn't know anyone there. You like I didn't know you guys yeah. um from VIP. So it was just like I don't know, I'm just it's like it's kinda of leading yourself blind nearly. I was just I just mm-hmm. really had to swallow that pill and just tell myself you're good. You got it. This is what you want to do. Make this a learning experience for you. Take, go get your gold nuggets. Put them in your pocket. Hold on to those gold nuggets. Plant those gold nuggets in the ground. Grow you a harvest and reap from your harvest. So that's that's how that's really how you have to speak to yourself and let yourself know you got this. You you're good. Don't don't let the doubts because honestly it's just I I just say it's like that devil's advocate just trying to play onto your mind. To, you know, make you not want to do something because of the fact that they know it's going to lead you to something. If you're having so many doubts about something, it's probably because it's a breakthrough that's, or a miracle that's going to come through of what what you're about to do. So it's like, you know, you have to keep yourself flat-footed and know that I'm going to do this, you know? Yeah. Well,
1: Trayvon, I feel like we just had church. I want to go out and I want to take a risk. Like, that was... <laughs> That was I'm like okay hold on we have to end this podcast now so I can go find a risk to take because that you you what you just said there encapsulated the whole of every I mean that was everything that um, that the events are about and that life's about I mean you have and if you want to grow you have to get out of your comfort zone sure. and you have to go take risks and the more resistance that you're feeling the more obvious it's something that you're supposed to be doing. Right. Well, I'm going to listen to the end of our podcast on repeat for the next couple of weeks, just so you know. So thank you very much for that.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for having me today.
1: Oh, my gosh. No, seriously, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast and just share your inspiration and your story. And you and I still have to um, work with Ryan Colby to take over Fashion Week and make it a lot more fun. So (laughs) we're we're going to get on that. ASAP. (laughs) Yes. Also, awesome. Well, Trevante, I hope that you have a happy Christmas and a happy New Year, and I can't wait to see what goes on for you in 2019. Make sure you keep me in the loop so I can um, follow along with your journey, okay?
0: I definitely will. Um, also, I have a little a, – I just started a YouTube channel, so you can definitely find me on there and also follow along there. So it's going to be another way of how I intrigue uh, my audience on what's going on in my world. So I'll, I'll take awesome. you all those details.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, send me the links and I'll add them to um, the podcast, okay?
0: Okay, I will definitely. Thank you.
1: Awesome. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much. And you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I will be talking to you soon, okay?
0: Thank you so much. You do the same. Have a blessed one.
1: Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, if you enjoyed our conversation today on the VIP Ignite podcast, please make sure you go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify and subscribe to our podcast. And if you are interested in learning to become how you can become an actor, a model, or a musician and meet amazing people like Trevante and the wonderful people that we have coming to our live event in Los Angeles in June, please go to our website at ammsociety.com to get registered for our next live webinar where you can get qualified to go to Los Angeles. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed day.